sound check. Am I too loud? No. Sound good. I'm so excited about the improvements. <laughs> You're like, like you could probably like edit my record now. I would I say. Could, I'd be like, uh, first of all, the sounds great. Off. I don't know what trouble is. <laughs> it's the high end. I don't know. I don't know anything about anything. Okay. I. <clears throat> Do you know that little new Little Mermaid live action? I want to see. Ba, 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 ba. No. Come on, you don't. Live there's action? This... Is she black? Yes, there was a big controversy because That's... Ariel is black. That's what I remember. People yes. being like up in arms about it. Up in arms. Losers. Like, so... why? Losers. Because she doesn't <laughs> look like Ariel. Ariel's a fucking fish. She's a fantasy. Mm -hmm. I can't even. Okay. Anyway, so that actress, wish I knew her name, did the, she performed for the first time. It was magic. And I showed it to Franny and she was like playing with her book. And when she's into <laughs> her book, <laughs> don't fuck with her, right? <laughs> she was playing with her book and she went, aww. And like watched the entire song, and then she loves music, hey, loves it. And then every now and then she would go and look back at me, mm. and look at the screen, mm. look back at me, and I'm like, uh huh, you can sing like that too. <laughs> did I tell you what she did? And John and I witnessed. This was the day his dad died. We were both just like sitting in the living room, and she was on the floor, and she has a Y phone. Mm. It's an iPhone, looks like an iPhone, but it just plays like nursery rhymes. Okay. What's with the why? why? I don't know. Like, so they don't get sued? Oh, okay. Or maybe it's called like youth phone. Like, I don't know. It's just called, it's okay. Amazon, 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. um, so she doesn't grab mine. And at a certain point, Old McDonald was playing and as it went to the E-I-E-I-O, she, with the music, went E-I-E-I-O. And I was like, John and I just like looked at each other and we're dead <laughs> silent, like goosebumps all up and down our body. We're like, wow, she can be talking before you even know it. That's very, well, she did say Dada on Mother's Day. <laughs> and then today she started saying, but it's not intentional. It's not like, oh, there's mama. There's mm -hmm. dada. It's just babbling. Mm. Nonsense. But when she sees John, she puts out her hands and says dada? No. No. Not yet. Okay. Just says da 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 And she also does demon noises. So in the morning, we'll hear on the machine when she wakes up and she goes. <laughs> and we're like, that's unpleasant to wake up to. Maybe she's being possessed by a spirit. No. No. She just likes dinosaurs. Hmm. Anyway, I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Ghosts, I guess, where two Canadian ladies get together to talk about weird supernatural shit that doesn't seem to have place in normal conversation. We talk about our own experiences, invite other guests to share theirs, and at the end of every episode, we will rate how much our conversation and stories convinced us, or didn't, to believe in the paranormal. So, do we believe in ghosts? Hard to say, but please join us as we talk about it anyway.
so for the people listening, um, where we are in time, we haven't released anything yet, but we've listened to some of the things that have been recorded already. And what I noted was that you say that at the end of every episode, (laughs) (laughs) you've already had this thought. As we'll, I was reading it, I was like, we need to talk about this because we don't yeah, do that. <laughs> we'll, we'll rate how much more we believe. And so like in some organic ways, yes, oh, roundabout, yes. we do. But we definitely have, other than the first episode, there's been no scale rating at all. And so. to be fair, our scales go off the rails because sometimes it's like one out of 10, one out of five that we've got scales for everything, the brain center. And we don't know what the fuck we're doing yet, but we're going to get there. (laughs) You know, we can redraft that. We can uh, do whatever we want. I was going to suggest that we don't actually do like a, at the end one to five. Cause like, I'm thinking like 30 episodes in, are we still going to want to do that? I don't think so. You know what? Here's the thought behind it. We've got a guess on and they tell us a mega story and we're like, Jesus, that has me spooked. Mm-hmm. That's a five. But then I'm also like, am I going to have a guest on and be like, that's a one. No, I'm not. I'm never, I'm going to no. say, you know what? Mm, you trash, can. you trash strawberries. You that's trash. what you're going to say. Yeah. And they'll be like, I took some time off to be a part of this podcast today. And this is how you treat your guests. <laughs> And I'm like, come come back with better stories. I'm just kidding. Spookier. Um, Um, Let's rethink it. Mm -hmm. And I do think that we put a promise in. So at the end of this episode, we should rate how much our conversation and stories convinced us or didn't. Okay. Believe in the paranormal. Sounds great. I'm also thinking that we should try to incorporate someone else into the next episode as well. We got a lot of stuff to do. I'm laying in bed at night being like, we got to do this. We're going to do this. Like Mm -hmm. we need to, if there's like a new and upcoming ghost show on TV, like watch it, review it. Like what were our thoughts on it? Let's have a discussion. So I actually watched the first episode of Surviving Death. I hadn't told you already. Okay. So let's save that for an episode review, our review on surviving death. And we'll have like a discussion, a special podcast episode for that. Great. Because it's good. Yeah. It's interesting. I had a lot of thoughts. I actually even made you write them down. No. And so I think I'm going to watch the first episode again. I'll do that too. Um, Because yeah, there were some things that I was like, "Mm, I don't know. But then, yeah, there were some, there were some episodes, not some, but there was at least one where I was just like, I don't like this. This isn't, (laughs) this doesn't speak. What do you mean? Like you weren't like the story didn't make sense. I was like, this is, I was like, this is bullshit. This This is is bullshit. This is floofy doofy. Not at all spooky. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Humans, humans are interesting for sure. Um, I do want to say one thing about it though, not specifically the details, because we'll do save that for uh, when we actually discuss the whole series, but um, permission granted. One thing was that a lot of them talk about how they were floating above themselves, looking down, seeing things, especially like where there'd be like hospital situations. My dad. Yeah. Yeah. So I had some sort of tooth surgery 
Oh my God. I don't remember which one it was. It might've been my um, wisdom teeth. Um, anyways, I had to go under and I like literally had a floating above myself experience. That's insane. I believe it. But I just thought I was just super high. Yeah. But absolutely. But then, but then that led into like me thinking about when I've done ayahuasca, which is a whole other thing that we can maybe sometimes. I can't wait. Some point, some point go down because I have like, I literally wrote down one of my experiences like in detail because it was so intense. But, but like where your brain goes. Yeah. And that's what made me sort of like when I'm watching, I'm like, mm, were you actually dead? Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Or, but does it matter? Does all that matters is the experience. I'm getting into a lot of that lately. We're like, I'm thinking, you know, nobody's going to believe these experiences that I have, but also does it matter? It doesn't matter to me because they're real to me and they're doing something for me. Right. Well, and I feel like at some point we have to like we have to take in, into consideration the number of people who have had similar experiences, whether that's yeah. near death experiences or, you know, seeing a spirit, feeling a certain presence. Like I, I can't imagine that, that all of these people are just making it all up in their head. It just seems there are many similarities. Th- there's too and many. That's what gets pointed out in that book by Raymond Moody is like the commonalities are if it's enough to categorize, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's very, they talked about that book in the first episode. They didn't like go into great detail, but I was like, Oh, that's the book that Kim told me about. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So today it's today, this, this episode and today it's my turn to, uh, to tell a story, a spooky story, a spooky story. Do you want to get started by doing, um, our psychic test for everyone sure yep so everyone our psychic test is really the most fun thing we do i look forward to it a lot i think we should just have a podcast with just like psychic test after psychic test and we just fucking go wild (laughs) (laughs) anyway at, at this moment in time rachel is pulling up a picture that comes to her on google it's a good one and she says it's a good one. And I am going to be opening myself up to receiving that picture. Rachel is in Winnipeg. I am not in Winnipeg. Wish I was sometimes just to see you. Yeah. Bring um, little Franny. And what will happen is I'm going to receive what she's sending to me. And I'm going to draw it on our whiteboard. We will share mm-hmm. that on our social media, but I'm also going to describe it as we do it. We and haven't, I get, I get we points. haven't discussed, we haven't pre-discussed well, no, you're anything just with it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I will draw. I'm trying to do that now. And um, I get points for if we get common colors, if we get common themes, shapes, I think we're doing great. Honestly, you, you have been doing better like so what do you mean like at well, picking it, up on your themes yeah yeah you're closer when you draw so either you are better at receiving or you're i'm better, better at sending at giving. wow mm-hmm. what do you think it is i think it's that i'm better <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't have any strong feelings either way <laughs> 
But yeah, no, you usually have like, yours seem to be a little bit. And actually when I re-listened to the, the first episode there and you, um, you had drawn a sea creature. And you gave me a fucking one out of 10 and we had a fight. I think over... I, I think you gave, I gave you a two and a half. And then you're like, girl, that's insane. A... <laughs> and I'm I said, still not over it. I'm really upset <laughs> about it. Like I'll give you a four and you're like, I'm not leaving here until I get a five. Um, yeah. I do believe in re-listening that I, I scored you too low. Thank you. Oh God. Vindication. I wouldn't give you a five though. I still feel pretty strongly. That I, it, it was, was sand. Four. It was sand. And then I drew a shark and it, it was had a been fucking just octopus. The sand, 2.5. The shark, explained, the shark explained why I needed to draw this other shit. And it was like my brain taking over saying like, you've got to make sense of this sand. Would you accept a 4.5? No, I'm not giving you a five. I already gave myself a five when I posted on social media. So that's all that matters. You've been posting on social media and not telling me? You've seen it. Well, our our account is locked down until we start posting this. No, I haven't been been seeing shit. I'll check on it later. Okay. I am focusing on this. Okay. And to be fair, the only thing we are going to edit in this is sometimes there's really large gaps when I'm receiving or when Rachel is receiving, mm-hmm. we're just going to, for your own sake, we're doing this for you, not for us. No. Edit those things out. Cause yeah. you don't want to hear me go. Oh, in a so like heavy, heavy breathing. It's fucking gross. So you're welcome. You owe me. Um, I I'm, I'm truly curious okay, about so how, here's, you, but how you'll do on this one. Here's, here's the interesting bit. I get things that come to me and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like what you're sending or if it's stuff that just happened. So in the picture with the sand, I drew a carrot because of Kimmy carrots. And now I'm seeing an orange and orange slices. I'm like, is that because Rachel's sending it or because I fed for any oranges earlier? So like, that's why mm-hmm. I just put everything down. Cause I'm like, I can't differentiate. If, if I had to make a, a comment on what you just. Yes said um if there is a direct connection to something that happened in your day or is connected to the name that you've chosen here on zoom i would say it's pretty probably strongly not something i'm sending you i think you could just like let it go let it go i will mention it Mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna i'm not put pen to fucking paper on this clear your mind I literally just had that thought. And the ref went final. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Radio back when we were growing up was, oh, I mean, at the time I hated it, but it was, it was something else. Wait, girl, are you sending this fucking message? I'm yeah, sorry. No, I have been. Okay, nothing. okay, 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 okay. Okay, so the other thing was a bat and a cave, but also I'm looking at Dracula from Sesame Street down here. And I know you love bats. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, it's too much. I'm I am agreeing right now. I'm not putting that down. I'm letting too much come in. Hey, this is what I'm getting. It's not very strong. It's a dinner plate. I'm drawing a circle dinner plate like this. There's here's a noodle. Kind of looks these like a hair. Like a these, like a pube, actually. You're a pube. This is a spaghetti <laughs> and meatballs. <laughs> At first, for the listener, it looked as though she was drawing a sunny side up egg with 
pubes. <laughs> just, just grown out of it. That's a plate. Okay. I'm going to you keep sending it. All right. Um, I don't know why, but the color green is coming through. Okay. So I'm just going to draw grass because I see a lot of green. Okay. Interesting. I'm not going to, I'm not going to even give you a little bit of a, no, please don't. No. I see if you're really, are you really open this evening, Kim? I see a construction site. And the reason I see a construction site is because I saw one of those like little diggers. Bah, 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 bah. Mm-hmm. How do I like one that? of these. Yeah. What are those called? <laughs> I don't know. I was, trying, I was trying to figure out the name of them. I drew it upside down. Look. Um, <laughs> it's totally upside down. Well, no, no, that's just going up to like come down and scoop, right? You did it all right. Sure. But also, we'll say that could be misdirected because. Those are like titties. They're not. And that looks like a book with this in it. We played with it today. So good. I'm glad that with your daughter, you're like, you're going to learn about like vehicles and stuff. It's not like gendered. We have monster trucks we learned about today. Excellent. I think it's called an excavator. Sure. Okay. I, I do. I'm focusing. It keeps coming back. Like there's like a building that they're like building or something and this is being drawn yellow but i see like gray right here this is gray okay and then dirt a lot of like brown dirt has been coming through okay that's it it's this was a weak one for me okay well let me just i'm gonna close this whiteboard and then you can share your screen yeah just one second here every time the host has disabled my ability to do it we're good now sure try it this is what it was. It was Jane Fonda's mugshot. Okay, so you weren't even a we're not, not even, even remotely close. It's like black and white. This is a the, zero for me. Yeah. The only thing was that you said gray. At one point you finally got like gray. And no, I was but like, I didn't see this type of gray. I saw like grayish, like grayish. concrete. Oh concrete colors. Yeah. Um so if, for the listener, it's it is a picture of uh the Jane incredible. Fonda's jane fonda's mugshot but let me tell you if she had come to mind i wouldn't have put her down because she was i was thinking about her today and reading about her today Mm. so i would have been like that's a red herring because she's already on my mind so i guess we can't do that we can't write that off no that's why i talk about it that's why i say it regardless yeah i did poorly that's okay you got a lot going on you know, this week's been stressful. Your mind can't be fully like present. I think that's, you've, you're sure. usually very good at or it. Or this doesn't work. But you know what? I'm interested <laughs> in what the listeners drew. Yeah. Like you should be doing this at home drawing as Rachel's sending it to you. Or like if you're driving and listening to this and you don't want to get into a car accident, like trying Please to grab don't. a pen or a paper or a receipt or whatever. What did you think? Garbage about? you happen to have in your car. I don't have a lot of garbage. Kim, on the other hand, in her vehicle, usually she has a lot, of, mouth. a lot of McDonald's. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, if you're just envisioning it in your mind, you know, it's a, it's a good test to see whether or not you feel that I have sent it strongly enough. I will say that 
I told Carly, I was listening to Jane Fonda on a different podcast. Also, unless it's like a podcast that no one's ever heard of that I think is really awesome. I'm not going to plug it because this again is like a massively popular one. Um, but she was talking to them. Obviously it's popular if Jane Fonda was on it. Um, and she is a truly incredible human being. And I told Carly, like she almost brought me to tears, the things she was saying. And, um, yeah, like one thing specifically was that females, like women or people that identify as women, like women, um, they, they need like close, like women relationships and friendships. Yes. Yeah. Like it, like their happiness is dependent on it. Yes. And, and, and she kind of got into a little more detail, but like, I was like, that is true. That is absolutely true. And she said that the way that men and women are like, it's different with men and women, like women, they need to be able to say, I need help. They need to be able to look at each other in the eye and say, like, are you here for me? Can I talk to you? And men are more like social, like, oh, let's go play some hockey or let's drink some beers or let's and that like. Yeah. Anyways, she's, she's amazing. And and the reason why that was that, that just happened to be up is because I told Carly, I wanted uh, a Jane Fonda t-shirt. And so that one, that was what was up. Just like that. Just like it. Just like that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, good job. Good, good, good effort. I was picking something up. It just wasn't what I was sending. It was just stuff from my own brain. Mm-hmm. I'll put that out there. One day, because I do visit occasionally, we'll do a podcast from the same room and we'll see it shouldn't matter it shouldn't but i wonder if it will we could be like touching fingertips except i can't touch fingertips with another human touching hands reaching out touching you touching Touching no we have to be careful i think we're limited to what we can what we can put music wise even singing sweet rachel bear (laughs) Rachel bear. I call my dogs bears because all dogs are bears and all cats are tigers. They can also be lions. Hmm. I like that. Mm. Anyways, on that uh, note. Okay. So I'm telling a story and this time it's a little bit different because we have been telling personal anecdotes and this one is not, it's just, um, it's just an interesting collection of incidents Oh. That happened at a rather historical place in Winnipeg. Um, so what I'm kind of discussing today or the story that I'm going to oops tell is uh, about the, our Fort Gary Hotel in Winnipeg, hmm. uh, which is ask any person from Winnipeg or who's been through through Winnipeg, knows a little bit about Winnipeg, knows that the Fort Gary is uh, is rumored to be haunted. So you haven't experienced. I have not experienced, but I've done a bunch of research. I've not gone there. I um, go there. My so scary. So maybe a little bit too scary. Okay. Anyways, um, I am as much as I find it interesting, as much as I like talking about it, and I like kind of the spooky nature of it. I don't want to immerse myself in it. If if I can, I would go on like a haunted walk. But to sleep in a hotel room that's supposedly haunted by myself? No. Maybe if we went together. We need to plan not to like hijack this story before we even get into it. I feel hijacked. 
you should feel hijacked. Um, we need to plan a spooky overnight stay somewhere. Mm. And then we're going to not only report on it, but record mm-hmm. here and record our experiences. And you know what? Let's be honest. If we experience absolutely nothing, that's what we report on. Mm. That well, sounds we're good. Gonna, we're going to spook ourselves out. Where would it be? Who the fuck knows? But we, we need to do it like a There's... weekend. Let's just fly to wherever we want to fly. And let's I think do that's it. a great idea. Yeah. Um, I, there's one that's like in California where like a woman's oh. bo- body was found. She went missing and then she was found in like a, like the, the cistern, I don't know if cistern is the right word, but like where the they put thing. the water. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that's haunted. No, but there's like a billion other things that happened. I'm not talking about her specifically. Okay. Yeah. If I'm going to go to California, it's going to be for the wine, not the goats. We'll do both. We'll, we'll take requests of like someone saying, you need to go here because I fucking yeah. experienced this place and it freaked me out. Okay. If I'm going with you, I'll feel less scared. It's probably more realistic for you to just come here for the weekend and for us to get a room in the Fort Gary Hotel. And uh, freak ourselves out. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love it. Ooh, so, okay, go. Okay. So because it's me and the way that I do things, so I typically give you a little bit of interesting information about what I'm talking about. And then I get into the scary, spooky shit. So around the turn of the 20th century, that's where we're going, Kim. Hmm. Winnipeg was actually one of the fastest growing cities in North America. It was also like one of the richest, which is surprising because it's kind of a, I love Winnipeg. I love Manitoba, but it's pretty rundown. Uh, Anyways, here's an interesting factoid. Not really related to anything, but we did discuss it briefly in another episode, and now I have an answer. So the 20th century, how do we know when that is? Well, it is 1901 to the year 2000. So what? here's the interesting factoid. The period of 1900 to 1999, mm-hmm. well, a century because it's 100 years, it's actually incorrect to label it the 20th century. Because that began uh, January 1st, 1901, not, to, not 1990, or ni- not 1900, rather. Um, and then it ends on December 31st, 2000. So we live in the 21st century, in case anyone ever asks you. 21st century. I'll get it wrong. I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> like, and wait. that's because <laughs> we're, in, we're in the 2000s. So when we say the 20th century, we're referring to the 1900s. Okay, cool. You got it? I just, I want people to know because you know how often I've gotten tripped up? I've always known that it's not the same. Like you would think we're in the 2000s, so we're in the 20th century, but that's not how it works. It's like one behind. It's one behind. It's one behind. And that's because the very first century would have been the years one to 100. So then the second century would have been 101 to 200. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Also, you probably already know this, but I didn't. When they say the turn of the century, that means okay. the beginning the beginning of the century, not the never, end. Never once in my life have I thought about it, but now hmm. that I know, I feel better about Good. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. That, so, that it's been worth attending today. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that this has been Ghosts, I guess. And I guess we can just sign <laughs> uh, off. Signing off. <laughs> Um, yeah. So anyways, that places us 
for this story in the early, early 1900s. Um, so Winnipeg was once known as Chicago of the North. No, also just a refresher. Sorry. I'm from Winnipeg. Pardon? Who? Who? I'll fucking tell you, Kim. Okay. Sorry. Cause it also shocked me. I'm like, okay. Um, a lot of Winnipeg's remaining architecture from the late 1800s and early 1900s, there's the time we're talking about, was heavily influenced by the Chicago style. So Chicago and Winnipeg were rivals. And before- Chicago won. Right? <laughs> Chicago won. Uh, before World War I, <laughs> uh, Winnipeg was actually the fastest growing city in North America, as I said. Oh, cool. Um, and like Chicago- uh, they were an international finance in uh in 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 an in industry transportation hub. Like that's I guess how they were similar, and they were I guess maybe about the same size at that time. Um, and a lot of the architects from Chicago came to Winnipeg to practice their art and technique in buildings and designs. So, but like, maybe. I've been to Winnipeg and I've been to Chicago. I they couldn't be further apart. Well, so I would love to go on a tour of Winnipeg and have someone say, like, look at this architecture. Doesn't it remind you of Chicago? And I'd be like, you are right. Wow. We will do that next time you're here. I can't wait. They designed many of our buildings that are in the exchange district. Um, yeah. Uh, also, here's fun, something fun. Film directors use Winnipeg streets. There's a lot of there's a lot of films that get filmed in Winnipeg. There's like some sort of like tax incentive for people to do that. You'd, you'd be shocked at how many films, like major films, get filmed in Winnipeg. Um, anyways, film directors use our streets as location sets when a plot includes scenes in 20th century Chicago because it's so similar. Get the fuck out. Yeah. In fact, Shall We Dance with Richard Gere and Jennifer Lopez, Lopez, was shot in Winnipeg, but set, where do you think it was set, Kim? Could it be Chicago? I was going to say, say New York City, but yeah, you're right. No. Okay, Chicago. Oh, you have to be an ass about it. <laughs> uh, also, completely unrelated, Jennifer Lopez was an integral part of my gay sexual awakening. <laughs> that's, that's that is another story and it wasn't that's from the movie shall we dance with richard gear that's not what got me all hot and bothered anyways <laughs> so one of these buildings was can, the can we pause for a second because oh, like yeah, yeah, i yeah. did not think j-lo was your type she's not but like things you know you're just kind of figuring it out there's something sexual she's attractive i like pretty women of course but she's that, that are type. that are feminine but she's not at all your type no but but I she's think a it's pretty feminine woman she's a pretty feminine woman and the thing is is that it was like this music video oh my god it's a music video that she was in and all i remember is that she was naked in the shower it was very sensual and okay. i was like why am i intrigued and interested in this it's more what it was ah um my interest was piqued. Great. Right. Um, yeah. And I told friends this not that long ago, maybe two or three years ago. We went searching for that video. Yeah. I don't remember which one it is, but the scene lasts. Like you could blink and you would miss 
you would miss it. Oh, but it had such a lasting impact. It had on such you. a lasting impact on me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's actually also, I just want to say, like, I'm not like hugely into her music, though there's some good songs like Jenny from the Block. It's a great song. <laughs> but like she's actually a very good actress, and I've seen her in, in many a thing. She she gets, I guess, a lot of flack, but she's actually a pretty good actress. So I watched her. <laughs> I guess it was on Netflix. I watched something, some documentary. And it's interesting because she's not a likable character because she's so overly driven. Mm. But she is a likable character. Mm. You know, like she's like, I admired her Mm. after watching. I respected her 10 times more than I had before I felt like she had been screwed over by the industry because of her her acting wasn't recognized but it's also just like when I watch these shows I usually end up being like I want you as my friend mm-hmm. but I was just like you know what I don't want you as my friend I just want I want to no, respect I her be good I think her and both both her and Ben because they're now married and they've had like a upsy downsy relationship then upsy downsy yeah I'm not I could do without JLo friendship. She's right. not the, she's not the person for me. She's not the person I would select, but I do think she'd be a fine friend. Yeah, she'd be an okay acquaintance. I she'd be a great business partner. Yeah. She'd be a um, great business partner. Like I guess what I'm saying is that like I don't think I could be friends with Beyonce because I feel like her entire everything is that she is a badass bitch. Do you know what I mean? Like her whole her whole persona seems to be Beyonce. Whereas JLo seems kind of like there's a human being there. I'm not saying there's not a human being where Beyonce is, but exactly the opposite. I feel like (laughs) Beyonce, I could be your friend. We would sit on the back of a yacht and we would drink wine. And I would I would just shoot the shit with Bay. But Mm -hmm. JLo, I'd be like, girl, get off your fucking phone. Really? That's so interesting. I don't agree. 100% don't agree. Wow. But I don't we want to, to slam, this out. I don't want to slam Beyonce because like, that's not the intention of what I'm doing, but like, like, I'm just going to bring up uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, every time someone tries to be Beyonce, they suck because she doesn't have, right. um, she doesn't have a public personality. I don't Who know cares? what it is. Who cares? She's hiding it and keeping it for her. Yeah, I don't like that. I like people that are very open and vulnerable. That's what gets me going. Let's see what the audience thinks and who they would rather be friends with. Everyone's going to say Beyonce. She's huge. Like, and people why? Love because she's an incredible powerhouse of a of a singer, dance. So but, this is what I want to say. Why would you if, not? Okay, let's. None of them are famous, but you've got a J Lo. You've got a I Beyonce. Need to say who do you want to be friends with? I need to say something. I want you to consider not how great they are as artists. That should not factor into your decision. Yeah. yeah, It should simply be, who would you rather hang with? Who do you think's personality seems more fun to be around? Beyonce. Mm, I don't think so. Anyways. We're putting it out there. Keep going. That was quite a... Sidetrack. Very apologies. Also, I just want to say that the, the movies that really, really demonstrate, in my opinion, how great Jennifer Lopez is, Angel Eyes which I really, really liked when I watched. And The Cell. The Cell is one of the best films 
I'll watch both of them. The cell is going to scare the shit out of you. I don't think you're going to like it. Text me both of those and I will watch them. Okay. Or I will determine if I'm going to like them. And then I'll watch them. I can't see you watching this. It's very scary. But um, but not scary. Like, ooh, ghost. Just like kind of gross. But good. Um, Okay. So we talked about how can we tell what century we're in. We talked about Winnipeg is was one of the fastest growing cities in North America, called Chicago of the North. A lot of the architecture there, like Chicago, because Chicago architects came. Um, anyways, one of the buildings was the Fort Gary Hotel that was built. And it was built in downtown Winnipeg. Uh, it opened one day before my birthday, one day after yours. Oh, on December 11th. Oh, I love it. The year, though, was 1913, and we did not exist yet. We may have. Hmm. Don't think so. Hmm. Um, Let me do the math. Unless we were a soul. <laughs> um, so it was actually built by the Grand Trunk Pacific Railway because it was supposed to service as a luxury accommodation. It was one of Canada's Grand Railway Hotels. Uh, it's actually the only surviving remnant from that era in Winnipeg. So when you come around, you're like, why is this architecture? It's, it's, it's Some of it doesn't exist anymore, essentially. Okay. I just looked at a picture. Can I be paused for a second? Yeah. I should take notes and like say all this at the end, but I just looked at a picture. This is the coolest looking place. I'm so uh-huh. glad you chose it. Uh-huh. It looks fantastic. Yeah. It does remind me of Chicago. There you go. It was. Sorry, go ahead. Last night, John and I were talking about our trip to Chicago. We went once right before we found and bought this house. Mm -hmm. We found this house while we were in Chicago. Cute. And we went to a jazz bar. Mm -hmm. It was a shitty pub, not known for its food. Mm -hmm. Two stars. We went there four minutes before the kitchen closed. He ordered a rancid burger. And I decided to order at this jazz bar, not known for its food, tilapia. I knew you were going to say fish. I knew it. I wouldn't order fish at a perfect, like, five-star Michelin, three-star Michelin restaurant. I always order fish. And yet I go to a (laughs) fucking club and I order it and it was green. It was green. And when we think about it, we just like we were downstairs on the couch, shaking, crying, laughing mm-hmm. about the tilapia. But Chicago, you, I can't there wait. Is we're going here. So, we're going to this place. There's so much good food in Chicago. So it it, it hurts me a little bit that that's what you settled for. We didn't know what we're doing, but this yeah, is beautiful. Okay. I love this place. Right. And so I'm going to like, no, no, I'll, 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 I'll keep you know, telling the story in the order that I sort of had my notes, but, but we will come back to the style, uh, of the Fort Gary. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So basically they can, they constructed it at a pretty strategic location on Broadway, which is one of our main downtown streets in Winnipeg. Okay. It doesn't, it's just Broadway, not Broadway Avenue, not Broadway street, just Broadway. Cool. It is nothing like Broadway. (laughs) Like the actual, the Broadway, <laughs> nothing like that. 
uh, actually where I work, my, uh, my bank is on Broadway. Anyways, so just one block from essentially Union Station, which is a train station, and the Union Station is still there. Uh, the hotel was, I kind of touched on it, was one of the many that were built by the Canadian Railway Companies, uh, and it was to encourage tourists to travel their transcontinental routes. Hmm. Uh, initially, it was supposed to be called the Selkirk Hotel but was instead named after Upper Fort Gary, which once stood at the junction of the Red and Assiniboine Rivers. Those are the two main rivers here in Winnipeg. Anyways, it was actually constructed, here we are talking about the way it looks, it was constructed in the Chateau style, um, making it Manitoba's only example of that architectural style. I think you said it's beautiful. It it is. It's a beautiful building. I'm not going to like drag it, but... It is sort of creepy looking. It's like you could, my... you could, you could see how people like that. It might be haunted by the way it looks. I feel like for sure, it's my type of place. Like this is the place. If I didn't get married at Fogo Island Inn, on the edge of the world, I would have chosen this place. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's it speaks to me. Hmm. It is. It looks place. haunted. It looks spooky. It looks lived in. I wonder really if this is why luxurious. you have more scary experiences because these kind of places call to you. They call to me. Absolutely. Right now it's the ghost. Come stay here. Come stay here. I won't scare you, but she probably will. Sleep Anyways. in my bed. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So it's actually a national historic site. Uh, it, I mean, based on sort of the timelines, it's, it's got a hundred years of history. So there has been so many guests over the years, even royalty. So what can you like, what royalty? Oh, fuck. I don't, I didn't put that down. I'm sorry. Like a princess, some, some shit. I don't know. Somebody didn't do a research. I have done so much research. I just did somebody. I want you to remember how much information I just gave you about like the style of the building, the year, like that it was called little Chicago, where it's located. Fuck the podcast. Sorry. Yeah. Continue. We'll just patch that in later. I'll be like, Oh, it's queen. It's queen me. It probably probably was a king or queen. Like I wouldn't shock me or the princes. For sure. Definitely like Canadian royalty, by which I mean like British royalty. Um, Okay. So this is where our story takes place, guys. Here we are. Um, If you were to open up Google and you were to search most haunted place in Canada, it would definitely be on the list. Okay. Um, Essentially, it's it's infamous for its haunted room 202. And okay, people- I was going to say, because I opened up Google and I typed in Fort Gary and it came up room 202 and I was like, I can't. What if it's haunted? It I can't is. click on it and it's the 202. You think like the link, the link is haunted? <laughs> no, but like the room, I didn't want to click on it. It was scared. It is. Yeah, the, fork, okay. the folklore, uh, it, it goes that a young woman took her own life um, oh. in the room. Yeah. After hearing of her husband's death. Oh, uh, they're sort of like. Heard this. Yeah. Keep going, girl. I'm into okay. it. Um, so he was hit and killed, but like w- w- the details are like different people say different things. 
Mostly they've said that he was hit and killed by a tram car, but some say he died in a car accident. Some say he was run over by a horse and cart. Um, Mm. And either way, either way, he was killed basically in a traffic accident of some sort. Uh, So essentially overcome with her grief, she hanged herself in the bedside closet. Um, Yeah. Though I guess that's sometimes disputed by the hotel. But yeah, like, why wouldn't they dispute it? They'd be like, no, 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 it's fine. No one, no it's one killed themselves on. in the closet. Definitely Until not. Until it becomes a selling point on TripAdvisor. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, someone totally did this. Yeah. I get it. Um, Gross. So most often guests have witnessed um, the apparition of a woman in a cloak. Hovering. It's always a woman in a cloak. Ugh. Hovering okay. at the foot of their bed. Okay. And uh, is she an old hag? I don't know. Okay. Maybe. So can I can I just tell you the term is old hag to describe sleep paralysis, but it's not about a woman. Mm. So it 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 is in this old. case it doesn't apply, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We're just uh, like as a player, like if you know I said I don't know, maybe I said it seems insensitive regardless though, because consider yeah. her spirit's history. You know, oh, so. call her hag. Oh. Anyways, <clears throat> um, other guests have heard footsteps on the floorboards, around the bed at night. Here's something creepy: <laughs> wet, watery steps coming out of the bathroom, and the sound of wire hangers scraping around inside the bedside closet. Very weird. Also, just like that alone, like I would almost rather see the spirit at the end of my bed and be like, holy fuck, it's true, versus just like weird, <laughs> creepy noises and be like, what the fuck? Stop. You know what I mean? What is it? The unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, this is next sentence. It's quite sad. Others have heard disembodied sobbing. Oh, dear. Yeah. I mean, that's not what you want when you decide, I'm going to go to the booming metropolis of Winnipeg, see what that's about. I'm going to stay in one of the nicest hotels there. I'm going to splurge. I'm so excited. Disembodied. This is exactly what I want. I want to go to Winnipeg and splurge to hear a disembodied sobbing and just sit on the bed and be like, do you need a hug? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to hug you? Can you, you can, She's an apparition. apparition. Can do you, you think just, you can get your arms gonna, around her? I'm going to put my hand out and you hold my hand Mm. and I'm here for you. That's so sweet. And then maybe she would just go. She would just leave this place. I don't care what she does as long as she feels comfort. I also want to bring up that as we like, we're finishing up the story. There's a lot of questions I want to ask you. I just want to give you the information and then go back. But one thing I do want to talk about is this completely goes against our theory of. Yeah. Yeah. Of uh, being an imprint, which we can get back to, but. It's not just one person, like it's many people that have, have experienced this. So uh, also the light inside the closet is said to turn on by itself and the television too. I think the the, the light in the closet's really creepy because like that's where she killed herself. So you just kind of want to be like, you kind of like, mm. I the closet. Mm. How can mm. I, how can I dispute this when it's the closet, you know? I always feel like oh, it's probably like the hotel trying to rant. Just a button. They have there's a button at the concierge. They're like, like, okay, it's about two two a.m. Just press the button. The door opens. Let's just have a loose wire, so it just goes on and off. 
mm. uncontrollably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's so. Again, but... again, for me, it's less about evidence, more about a feeling. Yeah. And and Which so there's going to, there, I'm actually going to go into something right now too about, uh, well, anyway, so just going to say, to finish that thought off, there was a reporter I saw in like an article where they were talking about, like they were doing their own, like they stayed over and their experience. And uh, they did say more than once while they were staying in the room, the closet door popped open on its own and the light was on inside. Fuck no. I'm going to shit my goddamn butt off if we stay there and that happens. <laughs> that reporter like, said that she didn't see anything else. Like she never saw the apparition. That's but that happened Rachel, more than I once. I would shit my butt off. <laughs> You have to grab your bottom. Could you imagine we you would lose it. our goddamn shit? We'd I'd be like, Carly, Carly, you should pick me up. You should pick me up. Stay there. Carl, would Carly do it? I don't think Carly would be able to do come it. Come pick us up. She would come no, pick us stay up. Stay there. Stay there. No, never. Never. Even if it's the both of us there and like no. we're there together no. calming a spirits. 100%. I can say unequivocally. I know my my partner, I, I'm going to say, she's going to hard pass. Listen. Listen, I, there's, there's some cheap flights out of London. I got to go here. I got to do this. Well, you don't have to, you don't have to do it immediately. Like this, I do have to do this immediately. I have ADHD and I need to do this now or I'm never going to do it. Well, once you're done talking to me, sorry, I was much closer to the mic there. You just, um, just get on the flare or swoop and just see it tomorrow. Yeah. This weekend's not good for me, but. Okay. Honestly, if you came, I would drop everything. I'd be like, okay. (laughs) Sorry, Carly. (sighs) You're busy trying to start a business, but I Kim's here. So we gotta do this. Uh okay. So yeah. Um so yeah, kind of in terms of like feeling more than anything, there was (laughs) there was an Ontario liberal MP who was staying there. Okay. And they and she claimed that she was awoken by an invisible presence getting into the bed beside her. Sexy. Room 202? <laughs> I literally have, ooh, sexy ghost. <laughs> yes, this like, is room, still room 202. Who is this liberal MP? Are we allowed to say names? Uh, you can Google it. It does say who okay. it is, but I didn't put it in. Um, okay. Everybody Google it. <laughs> uh, and so she said... It was like someone was settling into position next to her, like her husband only lighter, and she felt the bed move. I felt something like that before. I totally believe that. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Hundo P cent. Listen, Rachelism. We're going to go there and not feel anything and be so disappointed because we're going to be so amped to feel something, or we're going to be so worked up that everything's something. <laughs> I'll be like, something touched Either way. me. And you'll be like, that was my fucking toe. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh my God, I feel a presence beside me. And I'm like, Kim, that's me. I think I am the presence right beside here. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the light is on in the closet. Yes, I went in the closet to get a jacket and I and turned I'm the light I'm standing on. right here <laughs> taking my jacket out of the closet. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, the whole thing kind of reminds me of The Shining uh, and room. I had to look up the number, but it's room 237. Hmm. Um, did you ever watch that movie? I tried and I fell asleep a lot. 
oh, okay, well, it's brilliant. So that makes me yeah, really I know. sad. Everyone but, um, said that I was an idiot and I just no, no, falling asleep. I, I would never go that far. Never say that you're an, an idiot. Well, that's rude. Um, I mean, you're a moron. But not but an no, idiot. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, anyways, there, there's a scene and there's a, a very scary woman um, in the bathtub. And her story was kind of a hard uh, one of heartache too. She took her own life in the tub with alcohol and sleeping pills. Uh, Danny, who's a little guy, goes into the room and she scares him. And anyways, kind of reminds me of that. Mm. Um, I don't think that Stephen King was inspired by it, though. I think it's its own thing. Um, it's like I went to Winnipeg this one time. It shook me. It's just like Chicago. He- <laughs> it is exactly like Chicago. It is it is terrifying. Uh yeah. So I think I think I'll have a few more things to say about room 202 because there are there are some other stuff that's not 202 related. Okay. Um apparently there was there's a young boy who's like a, a make a wish foundation sort of thing, and his wish was to stay in room 202, which is interesting. Okay. Um and he took pictures in the room, and when he got them developed later on, uh, all the images had turned up, up had turned out, but those like uh, the ones in room two hundred two did not turn out. So weird. Mm-hmm. Like it could just be a coincidence, but like for sure, yeah. Uh, and she's also the the woman associated with room two hundred two uh, is also said to haunt the hotel lot uh, lounge, not lodge, hotel lodge hotel lounge um, <laughs> it's tough it's tough for me to say what the listeners need to know is that we do this in and around our day jobs yeah and sometimes you get tired you know i love it it's fun it's, it's a good creative outlet i get to talk with my friend about things that i find interesting but sometimes i get a little tired my brain stops working and also sometimes you stand up to pee and you realize oh my god i had a whole bottle of wine well, we were doing this and my feet don't work. Oh, you're a little bit uh, in the bag. Maybe a bit. <laughs> right. It's a wild night. <laughs> I should have been putting doubles in my uh, my little gin and um, halakwa. Uh, so anyways, yeah. Um, so the woman associated with room 202, uh, she's also said to haunt the hotel lounge. And she has been witnessed by staff and guests. Hmm. Um, and again, often crying in the corner, which is pretty heartbreaking. I want to bring her relief. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like, is that possible? I don't know. It's worth a try. I guess. Maybe you'll be the one that cracks it. Even an offering. It's the right thing to do. Mm. some sage some palo santo Mm. yeah okay so away from room 202 some other spooky things that have happened in this hotel okay um a hotel staff member was working a 5 a.m shift so early in the morning ew yeah it's gotta be walked they walked into the staff washroom and then instantly felt chills. Mm. Uh, when they turned around the corner, there was a skirt laying on the floor, which mm. 
Okay. Like it was a staff washroom, like maybe somebody changing, taking stuff out of a backpack. That one's a little bit okay. Um, But suddenly a small access panel about a foot and a half from the floor opened. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Right around the time that they saw the the skirt on the ground. Um, And then all day they could feel a weight on their back. And they said it was as if someone was giving them a piggyback ride. They and were giving someone a piggyback ride. Yes. Okay. And they felt the weight the whole day until the shift was over. I made a comment here. Who would work their whole shift? <laughs> You're like, I need to see a doctor. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah, I need to see a doctor doctor or like a shaman or just some sort of specialist. Some, someone who can help me with this. It's either a mental issue or a, a, a spiritual, otherworldly issue. Either way, I need an expert and I can't work today. <laughs> like, sorry, I need a massage. It feels like I'm giving someone a piggyback ride. <laughs> I don't can I call out for that? <laughs> Anyways, um, but after, I guess, their shift, they went back to the washroom and then they said, you can get off now. And at that second, the spirit left and they felt much lighter. Mm. They said, but they said they couldn't shake how real it felt. Why mm. would you not go back to the washroom much sooner than the end of the shift and say those words, you can get off now? I don't. I don't what do you think about that story? I believe it. I know it sounds weird. Yeah. But I've had weird things happen that are really, really hard to describe just like that and sound, they sound insane when it's happening. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, it's real for you. And maybe it was just like, you know, when he stopped or she stopped to think about it, it was just like, it feels like something's on my back. Like I feel mm-hmm. a presence, you know, I feel like something's behind me. Maybe it was something uh, like that, you know, like Voldemort growing out of behind your head. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I, but I will say, I will I say, sorry. I remember I had a thought here in listening back to some of our podcasts that you have edited. I'm noticing that there is some sort of repeating thing with bathrooms when it comes to your thing. Weird. Yes. For sure. A a lot of, like a lot of them are like, and then in the bathroom, this happened. Like we have to paint the bathroom green or whatever. Yeah. Bathrooms and synchronicities. Scary things. Just so you know, I am wrapping up my different things that happened so that we can, you know, and they're like, and then. Can I, I'm going to open it up for any questions. We can do that shortly. Okay. But uh, yeah, apparently like apparently the entire second floor of the Fort Gary Hotel has a paranormal reputation. So it's not just 202. Okay. Employees have reported seeing the ghost of a young woman dressed in a robe walking down the hallway, um, which seems to be different than the woman in the cloak because... Um, she is a woman and she's wearing a ball gown, reported wearing a ball gown, which is different than a cloak. Very different. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and so like the spirit lady in a, in a white ball gown, basically the hotel found proof that a lady McMillan dressed in a white laced broad catted, whatever that means, gown did stay in the room 
for the December 10th, 1913 grand opening. December 10th, yeah. my birthday. Yeah, which is weird because didn't they say it was, did I fuck this up? You said December No, it, it said that it opened. It said that it was December 11th and then this says December 10th. Someone hasn't checked their facts. Well, maybe they had like a soft opening. You know how maybe. there's always like that thing the mm-hmm. night before? Yeah, definitely. 100%. Uh, this is a calling. It happened on my birthday and so close to our birthdays. We're meant to be there. I think so. And so I'm my question here. the hotel. You should. They also have an amazing brunch, which we can go to after. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So my question I had here was that, was that an imprint only, right? Because she stayed there. She's just there in a white gown, in a white ball gown. Yeah. I don't think there's an active trapped energy. I think there's an imprint of someone that, you know, potentially they walked the hallways and then now we're just tapping into when that woman walked the hallway. Like you're seeing something that happened years and years ago. Mm-hmm. that's what I think is going on. Mm-hmm. I, I want to come back to that to rediscuss the woman in room 202, but mm-hmm. I just want to give you the last few stories here. Okay. Um, in 1989, there was uh, a hotel employee. They were cleaning the kitchen overnight and he had gone up the back stairway around 4 a.m. And he heard strange sounds from the locked the locked dining room. So he went to get the key, and upon opening the door, he witnessed what looked like the figure of a man sitting at a table. And he ran to get another staff member to show them what he had seen, but when they returned, the figure had vanished. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It all seems to be happening like, you know, not a lot of people are around. It's like four or five in the morning. I don't know. It's because when you're centered and in your zone... You're opening up mm. to other things. You're allowing other things in. Yeah. That's what I think happens. And you're less busy, like less busyness of your life means that you are like noticing things more. Less people around means less distractions, I don't know, less consciousness that you have to align to experience mm. the same thing. Or mm-hmm. like if you're just in yourself, it's just it, one thing that needs yeah, to align. Totally. With that I think it also. Moment. I think it'd also do the fact that like you have to give like you you as a human being are just basically a ball of energy that exists and mm. you have to give out that energy. Mm. So if there's a lot of people around, your energy is like real thin and dispersed out to lots of people. But when it's just you, then like, I don't know. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like the I like do. you can if you have more to and if it's me and you. We're going to be on the same wavelength, trying to tap into the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. And our whole energies are be- going to be going toward that. So I think we could have a shared experience. What's that crazy guy from the ghost show that you you said his name? Do you remember? I don't know, but I'm going to do a review of his Zach Baggins. Yeah. We should yeah. get him with us to go to Fort Gary. <laughs> no, because he would just fucking... No, I didn't. He'd comment. take a whole bunch of cocaine before we went. And <laughs> just to be clear, like, he, I don't, th- you know, I don't want to like spread rumors. It's just that, like, <laughs> the way that people are when they're on cocaine is very similar to the stereotype. way stereotype. Yeah. yeah. Stereotype. He is not, we're not saying that. It's just we're making light of his energy. Also, we're making light of addiction, which is not a funny thing. Oh, shit. No. No. 
Uh, so some of the other ghosts, I'm going to give these out here. Um, there was a spectral singer that was seen in the Palm Lounge. Mm. Uh, they said that was a ghost of a long dead performer who had allegedly been shot in the head. Uh, some people reported feeling a physical pain in their head when the ghost was nearby. That's just a uh, wine. <laughs> in the Broadway room, staff and guests have also reported sightings of a phantom diner, which could connect to that last story I told. Hmm. Um, in the Provence ballroom, there were sightings of just a man in a kilt. <laughs> I'm going to assume a ghost, not just like just a man visiting from Scotland in a kilt. Sweet. Um, also, the the hotel the hotel literature also reveals how the current owner used to live at the Fort Gary with her husband. And she once awoke to see him enter the room after a fight and sit on the bed. But when she rolled over to speak to him, he wasn't actually there, which made me think about your John imprint. Mm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. This whole this whole thing has me absolutely convinced this hotel is on a site where you're just capable of, you know, more easily opening up to things that had happened previously and seeing them and just kind of the blending of realities. I think it probably has a lot to do with how old the building is, like how much action it's seen, how many people have come in and out over the last hundred years. Just like Mm. that number of turnover for such a long time. Sure. You know? Yeah. Uh, The, there, there was an overnight security guard recently. I don't know how recent it didn't give a year. Turn of the century recent or? No, I'm thinking like probably like 1990s or early 2000s, the aughts. The aughts. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, they recently found 10 candles on the floor in the state in the shape of a star. Ew. Do they mean a pentagram? Um, in a locked ballroom on a night when there were no events in it. That's just because kids broke in and did some weird shit. I don't believe it. Oh, I believe it, but I believe it was like someone up to spooky dumb shit. Yeah, could be. But it was it was a locked ballroom. Like, it would depend on, yeah. like, were there windows that the children could get I into? Get, I could get into a locked... Like, yes. Okay. And then relock it. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't... <laughs> um. Anyways, that's... That's kind of like the, I mean, I think that's plenty, but that's a lot of different, a lot of different stories of sightings um, that happened at the Fort Gary Hotel. Hmm. Um, Yeah. So it seems to be that a lot of hotels have hauntings in them. And like I I even put here, it makes sense. There's a lot of turnover, um, especially in hotels that have been around a long time but what do you think kim what do you believe <clears throat> girl i already told you throughout i think this is a particularly unique physical space where mm-hmm. people are able to tap into time past and images and glimpses of time past i don't think there's like an active energy it's just like, oh, I'm so sad. Walking up mm-hmm. and down the halls, I think 
if you see something like that, you're, you're seeing something that happened a long, long, long time ago and you're just tapping into it. So you think the lady in room 202, mm-hmm. like, cause like in that one, okay. Basically people in, in, in that space can, there's something about that space that opens up maybe the physical mm-hmm. location, geographic, look at whatever that opens up to be able to see her. Well, what's interesting to me about that one, which I, which I feel pokes a couple holes in our theory, like all the other examples that I gave that were not room 202 related and to do with this particular instance and this particular spirit, they're all just like, oh, I saw this. Oh, I saw that. So those are like isolated, like the, the woman in the white lace broad, uh, the white lace gown, like the, the woman in the wedding, the white ball gown, like to me that really lends into the imprint theory because it's, you're just seeing this woman. That's it. But there's, it's not one thing that people have experienced in 202. It's not like you just see the lady in the cloak at your bed. Like it's, it's, there's multiple scary shit that one thing I didn't say actually, that was, um, and I don't, I think, I don't know, staff members have reported seeing blood dripping down the walls. Mm Mm-hmm. So super chill. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a great place to start. <laughs> I'll be honest. That one I was kind of like, so this is a woman who who hung herself. Why is there blood dripping down the walls? I don't know. It just seems a bit like to design. I I really, I just think that like, there's something about the physical location of this room that when you get in there, you're opening yourself up to say like, yeah, the light turned on because you're seeing something that happened years and years ago Mm, or you're connecting those two parallel universes. I don't know. I I wonder if that being in that location, like everything that you're saying, how it like, because it seems to be more of a conduit or an open Mm however you want to say it. I'm wondering if that played in to her suicide. Like, was she feeling maybe hypersensitized? No, an o- overwhelming feelings. Mm-hmm. Images herself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, who knows, man? Maybe. Yeah, it's We've crazy. just got to experience it ourselves. We've got to go there. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Part two. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and also to kind of what we said, like when there, when there are so many reported sightings of weird goings on, it kind of feels like it's hard to dispute. It also just feels like it just feels like you you would be an ignorant person to be like, nah, no, nope, they're all making it up. You know, like it, I, I feel like the proof is in how many reports there are. But, you know, could a, could a cynic or a skeptic, could they say, oh, well, you know, one person says it and then everyone's like, oh, I saw this or I heard that. I don't know. You know what? I just think you need to experience this stuff yourself. Yeah. You do. You need to open up your chest a bit. Open up your legs. Let, let it in. Don't. Don't don't have sex with a ghost, or do like I don't judge. Well, I'm just thinking of American Horror Story, the very first season, where like I never watched that. Oh, don't give it away for people; it's a spoiler. Oh, it's it's so many years ago now. 
Spoiler. She has this bone of Satan. Spawn of Satan grows in her belly. I'm going to cut that out because maybe someday I wanted to watch that. Maybe you should have watched it 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah, but that's how things go these days. We don't all sit down on Wednesday nights to watch the show that comes on the television. Catch up on things on Netflix. Every night, every night, Carly's like, so what do you want to watch? And like, my mind goes blank and I'm like, what are we even watching? But we're watching like 5,000 things. Yes, of course. And yet all I can remember is, I don't know, Sister Wives? Because that's what we've been watching. Oh, I need to catch up on that. But like, that's not all we're watching. We're watching so many things. Mm. And yet my mind goes goes blank. You should keep a list. Yeah, we should. We should have a tally. Do you, Kim, have any scary ghost stories from staying at hotels? No. One time John and I stayed at a terrible hotel. Was the tilapia green? (laughs) No, but like it was the most embarrassing place on earth and it was in my hometown. And like they had a continental breakfast, quote unquote. And like we went downstairs and it was like someone opened a desk drawer and pulled out a muffin, a blueberry (laughs) muffin and like put it in a basket <laughs> um how like, long was it in how long was it in the drawer that's and the they were like this is continental breakfast and we're like oh thank you <laughs> and then the next morning this same blueberry muffin was there and we're like do they just keep it in the drawer because there's like there's no kitchen there's no restaurant and when i looked closer it at the blueberry awesome. muffin it was <laughs> it was both it Yay. was a blueberry it was so this is not at all related to ghosts i have a feeling no. it's going in that direction but but i do want to just because we're on this i just want to have you ever it's usually when you're in the states and you're going to like more the budget oh yeah hotels mm. which i don't even i don't do that anymore since airbnb i don't do that anymore but they would have those breakfasts and uh <laughs> the waffle maker <laughs> Yeah, yeah, which were, were me. I loved the waffle maker. Yes. But what they would often have is hard-boiled eggs, mm. just like in a plastic. I love hard-boiled eggs, but like in a little plastic container with a lid. And they looked, they were, they always looked gray. <laughs> and as much as I loved hard-boiled eggs, I could never bring myself to eat one of those. I was like, I'm gonna become horribly, even as a child, even as a as a young adult. You know, going places with my family. Even then, I was like, if I eat this, (laughs) I'm going to die. There is a jar downstairs in my kitchen. And I don't want to underestimate. Like when I say a jar, you're thinking like, oh, pickle jar, mayonnaise jar. No, there is a jar on my kitchen counter holding four dozen hard-boiled eggs oh my god are currently being pickled incredible that john's mom made for him and i'm just gonna go down and eat like six immediately after this also when i was in saint john's for a school trip we went to this like spooky hotel place i need to figure out where we went but they were giving us a tour of this old place in saint john's And they were telling us it wasn't a haunted, spooky tour. It was like historical, but the tour guide was asked the question, like, have you ever seen a ghost? And she was just like caught off guard. And she was like, actually, 
I haven't seen anything and I've been here for 10 years, but one day I felt really uncomfortable and I went into this main room and it was like a main room where a main guy was supposed to have lived Mm -hmm. and everything's like really pristine. Like the bed is really pristine and I felt someone in there and I turned around and then when I looked back, the sheets had moved like the imprint of someone sitting on the edge of the bed and like shook the sheets. And she's like, I didn't feel very good after I saw that. And it was very uncomfortable. So that's the spookiest story Hmm. story I have of a hotel. Was there a spooky story that that went along with the blueberry muffin? No, no, just a spooky moldy muffin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to tell this kind of like a quick little funny, I guess, to wrap it up. Um, leave it on like a funny note. My sister and I, we were traveling with my family. We went and we did this big, uh, we did this trip from Winnipeg to Vancouver. We drove. And so a lot of the times we were camping, but, um, occasionally, cause like my family didn't have a great deal of money. We weren't in a hotel every night, but I think they had like one or two, that they had booked there and one or two that they had booked back just so that we could have like a nice bed and a proper shower and all that. So we stayed over and my mom is, is just nuts in the morning, especially with those <laughs> continental breakfasts. And she's like, come on, we got to get up. We got to get up, get yourself ready. or You're going to miss breakfast. And we're like, relax. We'll make breakfast. It's an egg in a bowl. It's, <laughs> it's a gray, gray egg in a bowl. Egg and a muffin with fucking mold on it. Okay. No one wants that. But there is that waffle maker. So I'll be down to eat some of that. Anyways. <clears throat> um, so they left. They went downstairs. Uh, by they, I mean my mom and my stepdad. Because mom was, she was going to miss breakfast if she didn't get down the right <laughs> way. So Leah and I are getting ready. Um, and we were in the bathroom of the hotel. Both putting our makeup, like we're leaning against the mirror, putting our makeup on, chit-chatting. And then there was this quiet moment. And we heard just a whisper excuse me (laughs) okay (laughs) and we both looked at each other and I was like you heard that right and it didn't it wasn't like we were hearing it like from a wall like it's not like we were it's not like the bathroom was up against another wall from another room that we could hear like through the wall the voice was in the bathroom with us creepy It was a very polite ghost. (laughs) Someone just sitting on the toilet being like, excuse me, I'm going to take a beat. Does anyone have a tampon? I can't hear you. I I hope that... Diva cut. Diva. (laughs) Um, I've run out of toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) I have really bad diarrhea, and I just have to get to the toilet. (laughs) Excuse me. Um. Anyways, so yeah, it's a, it's we. My sister and I talk about it, and we laugh about it because it's kind of funny. <laughs> but it was creepy, and we both heard it. Hmm. So, was that like an imprint of my mom, like the day before, being like, "Excuse me, go get fucking eggs, Rachel. I paid extra for continental breakfast. Excuse me, we're gonna miss breakfast." Yeah. get down there yeah anyways great there you go great. that's all i have for you today i loved it um so we 
said that we were going to rate. Remember that whole debacle? Mm -hmm. Let's just rate how much it convinced us. I mean, it didn't. Without having been there, the story, is the story convincing? What do you think? Okay. So I feel like we're, we're asking two separate questions. I just want to, I want clarity because there's, does this, <laughs> does this impact how you, how you think about ghosts? I think was the original scale of what we were going to measure. Like, does this change? Like, are you more or less believing of ghosts? That was the one thing we were going to say. This one is, is this a plausible story, which I think are two different, two different things. So what do you, what are you asking? So what are we doing today? How much did this story convince you to believe in the paranormal? Mm. I don't think it impacted how I already rate. Mm. I, I feel like four is, is, <laughs> is where I'm at. And that this. I love the arbitrary numbers. I had yeah. an ex-boyfriend once who like, I still laugh about this. You had to be there moment, but like. He didn't know anything about anything. And he went in to get some deli meat and they were like shaving it off. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me, <laughs> but they were like, okay, how much do you want? It's like hundred grams, 200 grams. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like shaving it off and they were like, how much do you want? And he was like, I don't know. Eight. <laughs> eight what? <laughs> anyway. Eight slices. Anyway, your number is four. On yes, a scale of five. I think it I think it was one to five. So like I believe pretty strongly that ghosts are a thing, but that it is probably I I believe in ghosts. Does this impact that one way or the other? No. Does it reinforce it or like confirm what you believe? Yeah, I think it really came down to there's moments when I was when I was reading through the different stories and the different examples, and I was like Mm, okay um but then there were ones where i was like oh that's creepy and then it just kind of came down to like what i said which is like this is not like one sighting this is like yeah multiple yeah multiple years of sightings and it's kind of like i feel like it'd be a little bit ignorant to pretend like it'd be ignorant to pretend that this couldn't be like that, that these people are lying that this is all a facade it just this is really weird too, because it's just like, if something confirms, I just put everything in the context of what I believe and what I know. So if it fits that context, I'm like, yeah, I believe it because this is what I believe and it fits. But if there's something that like, doesn't, if there's an example that's given to me that doesn't fit my theory or my framework of ghosts, I'm just like, no, it wasn't real. Like when you're talking about like the candles, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it's not real. So I'm a bad example. But that was but like yeah. one of many stories. So what do you Yeah, think? I really, no, I really feel like it definitely is a place where you could go and tap into something paranormal, mm-hmm. whether that is an active spirit roaming around. Don't think so for me personally. Or if it's just like you're just tapping into another level of existence that already occurred or is occurring, like, I think it's a heightened place. Hmm. Hmm. And so then it just like your opinion on whether ghost exists have, has 
it's basically where it was before. Exactly the same. Mm. Nope. <laughs> exactly the same. I'm losing steam. My I've got to go eat some pickled here. eggs. I've got to eat pickled. Like the <laughs> second you started talking eggs. about gray eggs, I was like, fuck this podcast. I need some fucking pickled <laughs> eggs. I got to go put my hand in that jar. I, I got to take a picture of this jar of four Please dozen. Do. Four, four dozen that is a lot on my countertop and i'm like who's gonna eat all these fucking eggs i'm you gonna are. do it right now 100 <laughs> percent. if someone gave me four it. dozen pickles they would be done in like three weeks great yeah i just love pickles so like pickled eggs you know i i get pickle porn on instagram <laughs> where i call it my pickle porn where i'm sure you're just liking all these videos and it keeps sending mm-hmm. it to my algorithm mm-hmm. but it's just like someone zooming in on a frying pan where they're melting cheese and then they've put yep. a pickle on it and i've seen that one up and then hot <laughs> cheetos <laughs> yeah, yeah you've I've seen, seen it one. because that's why i've seen it i'm like why am i getting pickle porn all oh, rachel's at it again <laughs> <laughs> and my sister as well and then she'll oh, send yes. it to me yeah well i'm getting it too the best awesome. one I saw was like, there's some restaurant in the States. I'd have to Google to figure out where, but they make a pickle pizza and it just oh. looked like the most, and they have this some sort of like garlic oh, great. sauce that they put on top of it. And it just looked like the the best thing I've ever seen. And I want there, it so bad. There is a place in town that specializes in pizza and they do have a pickle pizza. And However, you haven't taken me? What the hell? No, because... Actually, you and I have gone to one of their partner restaurants. Mm-hmm. We did enjoy parts of it, but they are very known in my brain. They're just a little too extra. They're a little too, too, as John would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. So everything's too rich, too much. Mm. And it's I find it not to be balanced and enjoyable. It's like they're oh. trying too hard. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I haven't Is this- I had... Is this a place that went to Toronto and like stole their? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. How did you know mm-hmm. that? Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> you said that we went there, and then yes. you described that it was too much, and then I, I just knew. I just yeah. knew. We're not going to yeah. tell the names, but like this is what they do. Okay. Uh, I'm going to sign off. And peace. Go Thanks eat for some listening. pickles. I'll send you some pictures, yeah. and uh, we'll see everyone on the flip side. Bye. Bye. <laughs>